morning, everybody. Uh, so today's scripture reading comes from this wonderful blue coffee book. It's really nice. Uh, and it's Joshua 1, verse 9. Be strong and courageous. The Lord is with you wherever you go. Friends, let us keep standing to read from the Bible now, together. Hermanos, sigamos de pie para leer juntos la Biblia en el libro de Josué, capítulo 1, versículos 1 a 9. In the book of Joshua, chapter 1, verses 1 through 9, not just verse 9. I will read in English and you may follow along in Spanish. Lo leeré en inglés y usted puede seguirlo en español. Joshua 1. Verses 1 through 9. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, My servant Moses is dead. Now proceed to cross the Jordan, you and all these people, into the land that I am giving you to them, that I'm giving to them, to the Israelites. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given to you, as I promised to Moses. From the wilderness and the Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites to the great sea in the west shall be your territory. No one shall be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not fail you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous, for you shall put this people in possession of the land that I swore to their ancestors to give them. Only be strong and courageous, being very careful to act in accordance with all the law that my servant Moses commanded you. Do not turn it from it to the right or to the left, so that you may be successful wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. You shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to act in accordance with all that's written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall be successful. I hereby command you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened or dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you, whatever you go. I must say that I really love what we're doing here. Devo dizer que me encanta o que estamos fazendo aqui. Me encanta que estamos estudando essas passagens famosas. I really love that we're really studying these famous passages, these passages that we have heard said all around us. And I get we get to learn their context. Because some of these passages have a really important place in our lives. And that's the case for this passage today in my life. I was honored when uh, our pastor asked me to preach today because Joshua 1.9 changed my life. Esta passage de hoy foi muy importante en mi vida. Back in January of 2015, seven years ago, I was a senior in high school. In enero de 2015, I was at a Christian camp, and I remember telling my leader that I was really afraid 
of applying to schools, to universities in the United States. They were really hard to get in and really expensive to pay for. Estaba en un campamento cristiano y le dije a mi líder que tenía mucho miedo de postular mi universidad en los Estados Unidos. Eran muy difíciles de ingresar y muy caras de pagar. Entonces, mi líder me escuchó, dijo algunas palabritas, y justo antes de orar, dijo, Seja forte y corajoso. No tenga miedo, porque el Señor, seu Dios, va con você donde quer que você for. He said it in Portuguese. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right before he prayed, he quoted Joshua 1.9 in a place just like this. Like, there's a little camp on this mud, so it's just like in a camp with pine trees and all that. But right before he prayed, he quoted Joshua 1.9 to me. Y en ese momento, sus palabras, su oración y ese verso fueron el aliento que yo necesitaba. In that moment, his words, his prayer, and this verse were the encouragement that I needed. And I'm here. I came to college in the U.S. I stayed for a master's degree. Yo estoy aquí. So the first thing that I want to tell you today, lo primero que quiero decirte hoy, es que Dios puede usar lo que quiera como quiera. God can use whatever he wants, however he wants. Hoy yo sé que mi líder usó ese versículo completamente fuera de contexto y que eso no es algo bueno. Now I, day, now I know that my leader used this verse completely out of context and that's not good, okay? Today we're going to learn about the context. Today we're going to learn the story behind it. But I cannot deny that even out of context, this verse was important in my life on that day. No puedo negar que este versículo fuera de contexto tuvo un impacto en mi vida en ese día. Entonces, si un día viste este verso escrito en una taza de café como esta, y eso fue increíblemente importante para tu vida, if one day you saw this verse written in a coffee mug just like this one, and this was incredibly important for your life, this changed your life, praise the Lord. Que bueno. No hay vergüenza en eso. There's no shame in that. Because God can use whatever he wants, however he wants. Dios usa lo que quiere como quiere. Pero hoy, yo quiero invitarte a conocer la historia detrás de ese verso. It's our responsibility as Christians to know a verse within its context, to know the Bible, what it's meant to say. And I want to invite you to go deeper into this story, to really know what God is saying to Joshua and to the people of Israel Quiero invitarlos a escuchar lo que Dios está diciendo a Josué y al pueblo de Israel. Quiero que veas lo que significa ser fuerte y valiente. I want you to see that strength and courage in this passage has nothing to do with applying for colleges in the U.S. <laughs> There's nothing to do with doing whatever hard thing you need to do today, okay? En este texto, tener valentía no se trata de hacer cualquier cosa difícil que tengas que hacer. La valentía verdadera consiste en seguir el camino de Dios. Real courage is about following the way of God. That's what this verse is saying. When you read the nine verses instead of just the last verse, cuando lees de esos nueve versículos, entiendes lo que está pasando. 
You understand what's happening here when you read all the nine verses. God is calling Joshua to lead the people of Israel into the promised land. Dios está llamando a Josué para guiar al pueblo de Israel para la tierra prometida. Moses was the one who was doing that beforehand, and Moses did that for 40 years. Now Moses died, and Joshua is going to continue the taking. Joshua is going to finalize this. Pero como vemos en verso 4, eso no va a ser fácil. This is not going to be easy because as you see in verse 4, you see the Hittites and there are a lot of other people living in these lands. So there will be battles. There will be challenges. So when you realize what Joshua is up against, you start to think that you understand verse 9. You start to think that you understand why Joshua needs to be strong and courageous. Cuando te das cuenta lo que está enfrentando Josué, comienzas a pensar que entiendes al versículo 9. Dios le está diciendo a Josué que sea fuerte y valiente porque se le pide que haga algo realmente difícil. God is telling Joshua to be strong and courageous because he's asking him to do something really hard, to go into battle against powerful nations. It makes sense, right? Josué fue amado a la guerra. Entonces, ¿tiene sentido que tenga que ser valiente, verdad? No. No, porque hay un problema cuando llegas al versículo 7. There's a catch when you get to verse 7. All through verses 1 through 6, it makes sense. Because God is establishing a new leader. God is saying that he's going to be successful, that God himself is going to be with Joshua. Los versículos 1 al 6 establecen en Josué como un nuevo líder. Dios está diciendo que Josué tendrá éxito, que el Señor está con él. Pero en versículo 7, cuando Dios dice, esfuérzate y seas, seas valiente por la segunda vez, Dios explica lo que eso significa. When God says in verse 7, be strong and courageous, and now this is for the second time that he's saying that, God actually explains what it means to be strong and courageous. And it's not what you'd expect. This man is about to go to war. Joshua is marching to war. He's going to fight for the promised land. So I expect God to say, be strong and courageous. Walk in front of your army. Do not fear the power of the enemy. Yo espero que Dios diga algo como, esfuérzate y seas valiente. Marcha adelante de tu ejército. No temas el poder del enemigo. Pero el Señor dice, the Lord says, be strong and courageous. Be very careful to act in accordance with all the law. Esfuérzate y sé muy valiente para cuidar de hacer conforme a toda la ley. Josué va a la guerra y Dios le dice que pase todo su tiempo leyendo un libro. Joshua is going to war and God tells him to spend all of his time study, not studying his enemies, not making weapons, not working out, but meditating on the law of God. Yeah. That's the meaning of strength and courage in this passage. The way of courage and strength, el camino de fuerza y valentía, el camino que va a conducir al éxito, the way that's going to lead to success is the way of obedience to God. Es el camino de la obediencia a Dios. Para todas las demás naciones, for all the other nations, 
Strength and courage is about fighting hard. It's about destroying the enemies. It's about being brave in the battlefield. Para todas as demás, se trata de luchar duro, de destruir los, los enemigos, de ser valiente en el campo de pelea. Pero para el pueblo de Dios, fuerza y valentía no se trata de hacer lo que hacen los demás. For the people of God, strength and courage is not about doing what everyone else does. I can remember my mom saying, are you everyone? We are not everyone. For the people of God, strength and courage is about remaining faithful to the commandments. Fuerza y valentía se trata de permanecer fiel a los mandamientos de Dios. So in this passage, Joshua is starting his time as the leader of Israel. And as Joshua is starting this time, God is telling him the most important lesson. Dios le está recordando lo más importante. The thing that will require most strength and courage, la cosa, la cosa que requerirá más fuerza y valentía, es obediencia a Dios. Obedience to God. Obediencia a Dios es lo más importante. Obedience to God is the first and most important thing in this journey to the promised land. Obedience to God is the first lesson. The first lesson is not about learning how to fight. It's not like a war strategy lesson. It's about obeying the commandments of God. And for me, it doesn't really make sense. It doesn't make sense because you're about to go into war and the lesson's about reading the book. This almost makes me think about one of those martial arts movies, like Karate Kid or something like that, right? Eso me recuerda esas películas de artes marciales como Karate Kid. Porque la historia es casi siempre la misma. The story is almost always the same. You have the young apprentice who comes to the master, and he wants to learn how to fight. But the first thing that the master tells him has nothing to do with fighting. The first lesson is something completely random, like jacket on, jacket off, wax on, wax off. El joven alumno acude al maestro para aprender a pelear, pero lo primero que le enseña el maestro no tiene nada que ver con pelear, ¿no? Creo que si alguna vez hicieron una versión eh, hispana, sería algo como presiona las tortillas, calienta las tortillas, llena las tortillas. No tiene ningún sentido. It makes no sense. It makes no sense, but the first lesson never makes sense. And then in the movies, we always have the apprentice getting tired of that first lesson because he cannot see the point of doing this, and he goes away. He leaves the master and he goes to fight by himself. El alumno se cansa porque no ve el punto y se va a luchar contra los enemigos. Pero justo cuando está tratando de enfrentarse a los malos por su cuenta, right when he's trying to face the bad guys on his own, the apprentice finally realized that he's not ready yet. That he should have continued the tortilla training. Because there's something extremely important about the tortilla training that was going to make all the difference. <laughs> El alumno finalmente se da cuenta de que aún no está listo. Que debería, que debería haber continuado el entrenamiento con tortillas porque hay algo extremadamente importante en eso. Entonces, vuelve al maestro. So after being beaten up, because halfway through the movie he's always beaten up bad, he goes back to the master. And I 
the story of the Bible. Essa é mais ou menos a história da Bíblia. Porque depois que Deus lhe disse essas coisas a Josué, after God says these things to Joshua, Josué leva o povo à terra prometida. Joshua does lead the people into the promised land. And they have a lot of battles, but they eventually get into it. But things never go quite the way that they were supposed to. The people never really follow the way of God completely. La gente de Israel nunca sigue realmente el camino de Dios por completo. Y a lo largo de los siglos, los problemas siguen acumulándose. And over the century, the problems just keep, keep piling up. Over time, the Israelites have more and more problems, both inside the land and outside of it. And there are some battles here and there, and they win some and they lose some. But generally, things just keep, keep getting worse. Por causa de sus errores, los israelitas tienen cada vez más problemas, tanto dentro como fuera de la tierra. Y finalmente los problemas se convierten en una catástrofe. Eventually, the problems turn into a catastrophe. There's this powerful Babylonian army that comes from the east. This powerful empire comes from the east, enters in Jerusalem, destroys the city completely, and takes the people into exile back to Babylon. Jerusalem is destroyed, and the people is deportado al exilio in Babylonia. After centuries, of one mistake here or another mistake there, the mistakes of Israel finally catch up to them and something horrible happened. Just like one of those graphs that like go up and down, up and down, but it's just generally trending down and eventually just dips. And perhaps you know what that looks like. Perhaps there is some area in your life that just hasn't always being the most faithful, the most right, the most correct, and you always knew that. Talvez haya alguna área de tu vida que no siempre ha sido la más fiel, la más correcta, y tú lo sabías. Pero seguiste adelante sin abordar, sin abordar el problema durante años y años. You just kept going without really addressing the problem. Year after year after year after year, and then it exploded. Maybe it's your finances, your marriage, your career. Cualquier que sea el problema, finalmente te ha alcanzado. Te explotó en la cara y no hay, no hay donde correr. Whatever the problem is, it has finally caught up to you. It exploded in your face. There's nowhere to run. And that's exactly where the people of Israel are when they write down the story of Joshua. Y es exactamente el estado en que se encuentra el pueblo de Israel cuando escriben la historia de Josué. Antes de que Jerusalén fuera destruida y la gente fuera deportada al Egilio, todos sabían acerca de Josué, pero no no lo tenían escrito. Before Jerusalem was destroyed and the people were taken to the exile, the story of Joshua, this story that we read here, everyone knew about it. But they didn't write it down. It was like something that one generation passed on to the other, father told the son, and went on and on and on. But when we get to this low point, several years after the story of Joshua, centuries after this, 
When the people get to this low point and they realize that their holy city is destroyed, that they are far, far away from the place where they're supposed to be, that's when they stop to write down and really remember what God told Joshua. Só quando chegam a este ponto baixo, quando sua cidade santa é destruída, o povo é deportado, então é quando se detiene a escrever e realmente recordar lo que Dios le había dicho a Josué. Como un alumno que se da cuenta de que no puede, no puede vencer a sus enemigos sin su maestro, like the apprentice that realizes that he cannot defeat his enemies without the master. Like a person who finally acknowledges their mistakes. The people of Israel remembers what God had told Joshua. That the most important thing is to obey God's command. Que la cosa más importante era obedecer los mandamientos de Dios. Esa sería su mayor demostración de valentía. That would be their greatest demonstration of courage. But they didn't do it. No lo hicieron. They did not obey God, and that's why they were captured by the enemy. Por eso fueron capturados por el enemigo. So in a way, when you're reading this story, when you're writing this down, They're trying to explain why they are in the mess they are. In cierto modo, cuando, cuando cuentan esta historia para explicar por qué están en el lío en que están. Hermanos, a veces las cosas malas suceden a nosotros sin ninguna razón. Sometimes bad things just happen. Sometimes there's no reason why bad things happen. There's not always an explanation. But sometimes, bad things happen because we let them happen. Sometimes bad things happen because we fail to be strong and courageous enough to obey God. Otras veces cosas malas suceden porque no somos suficientemente fuertes y valientes para obedecer a Dios. Y eso es lo que lo pasó aquí. And that's what they realized that just happened here. That their defeat, their exile, the destruction of Jerusalem was a consequence of their disobedience. But the very act of writing this story is also a way of looking towards the future. El mismo acto de escribir esto es también una forma de mirar hacia el futuro. Porque ellos están escribiendo esas palabras para que algo así nunca vuelva a suceder. They're writing these words down so that something like this never happens again. They're writing this as a way of turning back to God. Están escribiendo esto como una forma de volverse a Dios. Y estas son buenas noticias para nosotros. And these are the good news for us this morning. Because no matter how wrong we have done, no matter how far we have gone, no importa lo mal que hayamos hecho, no importa cuán lejos que hayamos llegado, todavía tenemos la oportunidad de ser fuertes y valientes para ser lo más importante. We still have the chance to be strong and courageous enough to do the most important thing, to follow the way of Jesus Christ. Seguir el camino de Jesucristo. Because friends, it does take a great deal of courage to repent. It takes a great deal of courage to get out of whatever mess you're in and turn back to God. It's way easier to stay in the mess. 
Se necesita mucha valentía para arrepentirse y seguir a Dios. Es mucho más fácil quedarse en el lío. Se necesita mucho coraje para ser honesto y rechazar, por, uh, por ejemplo, un negocio fraudulento cuando necesitamos salir de deudas. It takes a great deal of courage to get out and reject a fraudulent business when we really need to get out of that. It takes a great deal of courage to tell the truth to someone even when we know that that person is going to be upset with us. It takes a great deal of courage to refuse to pick one side or the other of the, polit of the political debates because we know that none of them is the side of Christ. It takes a great deal of courage to follow Jesus Christ. Se necesita mucho coraje para seguir el camino de Jesucristo. There are many easier ways to go, friends. Here's the thing. All of them eventually lead to defeat. Hay muchos caminos más fáciles por recorrer, pero todos conducen a la derrota. En todos ellos, nuestros pecados eventualmente nos alcanzarán y nos darán la cara. In all of the easy ways, our sins eventually catch up with us and blow up on our faces. So today, I tell you that the way of Christ is very hard. El camino de Cristo es muy duro. That's why it's the first important lesson, it's the most important lesson. The first lesson, the hardest thing to do. But today he invites you to follow him. Hoy Jesucristo le invita a seguirlo. Porque obedecerle es la cosa más importante. Because obeying him is the most important lesson. Let us pray. Our good and holy God. We hear the most important lesson. And we hear that it's also the hardest. Help us, help us to obey you. Remind us every day, do not, let, do not let us forget. And give us the strength and courage that we need to follow you in this world. Amen.